Welcome to episode 31 of the Closing Time Podcast. I am Joe McGuire, and she is Abby Bro. We're just a couple of days away from Valentine's Day. And I I know it's getting closer because I listen to a lot of ESPN radio. And you're outside the, the, the zone now as far as ordering if it's too late. Yeah. If you haven't done it already, she's not oh, getting it on. That's the, when I know because they, every every 10 minutes they, they do a commercial. Like the MeUndies? You know it. No? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the pajamagrams? And I haven't been hearing it now yeah. in the last few days. And that's how done. I knew we were getting closer because once it's time, to, once once they get there, yeah. it's too late. No it, more You're deals. down to the flowers at the end of the highway or the end of the off ramp. It's sad. That's what you're it's down sad. to at the moment. And I'll be honest. We've all been there at one time or another. It's always a good idea, even if you're one of those couples, because my wife's like, I don't really want flowers and candy. She's not into that. So we'll go out and have a nice dinner. Maybe we'll watch a show or something. Uh, She's an experienced kind of person. Yeah. Make sure you know what your spouse is, though. Yeah. That's important because, yes, the last thing you want to do is end up in divorce court. What I want this year? Oh, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Was that the the segue? I'm heading there, (laughs) but what what, what are you hoping to get? Well, my seller just got himself a dumpster, and I have dumpster envy. (laughs) So I'm hoping my husband gets me a dumpster. You're low maintenance. I'm low maintenance. I, like I just that. want it gone. Yeah. Yes. It sounds great. See that? See, that's a cool thing. That's a cool can get a dumpster and you guys can just start throwing, throwing stuff out. It's therapeutic. It's fun and there's less garbage when you're done. Lovely. That's yeah. a good idea. Um, I, I've been through a divorce in my life mm-hmm. and uh it was the most unpleasant thing in the world. I can and, imagine. Um, thank goodness this woman and I didn't own anything together. We had separate cars. Nothing. We were renters. Yeah, we didn't own anything. No thank, pets. No pets even. Yeah. No. And thank goodness, because as you can imagine, I don't know if you ever, have you ever had a client going through a divorce? Yes, I have. Oh, so you kind of already know. Yeah, a little the, bit. The difficulties. It takes a little bit longer because there's obviously a couple of things going on, especially if it's a sale and it's been court ordered. Yes. That's never pleasant. Uh, patience really, I think when you're dealing with this situation is key. I mean, you've been there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you found that. Was... They were very amicable. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it can be tough. And compassion. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, in your situation, is this them selling a family home they shared? Yeah. 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 There's a little, you know, and then you got like things, uh, that were special in the home, like, you know, the kids heights and things like that. Oh my and, like, goodness. You know, it's, it's a bit of a. You know, it's funny when moment. I when I bought my house mm-hmm. in Weathersfield, uh, I have a beautiful staircase coming downstairs and uh, the guy I bought it from, they retired. They were downsizing. Uh, he'd had one daughter already get married and, and take pictures on the staircase. And the other daughter, mm-hmm. that was her plan was to start oh, with pictures on yeah. her staircase. Mm-hmm. Um, I did offer it up. No, right, I really? I did. I, I, well, you're not going to do that. Yeah, no, you know of course. What I mean? they were, they're such good people. Um, but I did offer it up. Uh, I don't know if she just hasn't been married yet. Uh, or Which, if, if she you didn't. did that, would you, like, take down your pictures? Because you have, like, little, like, things hanging in your staircase. I've seen them. 
Like, right? Like, yeah. your family photos. Would you take those photos down and put their family photos back up? If they wanted to go that, that far, far, I would I would go I mean, along if, with it. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. do it up, right? Give them, like, the layout of how we drew it. Like, yeah. here, this is the pictures you can bring. Yeah. Here's the layout. <laughs> uh, so here's six tips uh, if you are in that situation where you you have clients going through a divorce process. Number one, they should communicate not only with the with the closing attorney, but the divorce attorneys as well. Right. Uh, that's very important. Uh, recognize that emotions driving a lot of the decision making. Um, and that's with any deal. <clears throat> this is almost divorce or worse, not, though. but this is there's another level. Involved. Keep the process professional and on track. Yes. Number four is set the list price. Obviously, you would set a list price in any deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's critical everyone agrees on a list price. Anyway, but especially in a divorce case, and I could imagine that too could be um, a contentious thing coming up with a list price, right? Because at this, I mean, again, if it's amicable, you're probably in better shape, and you said yours was, and I could imagine that would be better. Imagine if they're fighting over everything and every dollar. Yeah, I mean, whoa! Uh, communicate with all parties on a regular basis, and have that communication um, be set. So, um, you know, make sure it's all in writing, first of all. But um, if they want to be communicated with via phone call or text message, make sure that you stick with that form of communication and then um, follow up with an email to have it all in writing. The last one is to remain neutral. And I would imagine that's probably really important. Let's Mm -hmm. say she signs right away. It's a couple of days on him. And you're like, hey. He hasn't uh, signed yet. I could yeah. see why you're leaving him. Oh, my God, no. Probably not. Not a good way. Not not the yeah. right thing no, to no, say. No, 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 no. Always remain no- neutral. And, yeah, I mean, sometimes when you're working buyers, they try and get you pulled on one side or the other. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure, right? It's so funny, yeah. I mean, even with even with happily married couples, right, I find that right, happens, right, you know? Yeah. Um, never state how you feel no. and never offer any advice outside of your real estate expertise. And that's for any transaction. But you know why you don't stay how you feel? Because it's not about you. Correct. Not about you. It's not about you at all. No. Now, if somebody were to ask me... I'll tell you some stories, boy. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you know, an interesting, uh, an interesting experience. I'm sure. Um, thankfully, again, amicable. Yes. That that probably won't always be the case. Oh my goodness! I got to tell you a real quick story. I went into a house one time, and uh, it was a divorce situation. It was a court order divorce. And we were in the house, beautiful house um, in Old Weathersfield, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And um, as we were going through the bedrooms, I noticed in the master that only half the closets were being used at the time. Okay. And the other uh, end table, uh, not on the bed, didn't have- Nothing on it. Nothing on there. No glass of water, nothing. Walk back down the other end mm-hmm. to the extra bedroom. Mm-hmm. And on the wall, I see a diploma from a fine university and the year, it was clear- it was his. Okay. And that she had obviously banished him oh. to another room, went into the bathroom, and um, there was some ointment. What are we talking about here? Why are you telling this I, story? No, I'm serious. <laughs> it, I think I think he cheated, and I think he got caught. <laughs> this 
so ridiculous. Are, is we, that, keep, are we keeping the story in? Is that too much? I don't know, a little bit. <laughs> that really happened. Yeah. I'll take this out. We called it Chlamydia House. Okay, that's great. See, okay, so this is a story that we can share for listing agents. Make sure that all ointment is put away. You got to put before the, the showing. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. We saw it and it was like, oh. 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 And then made a very low offer. <laughs> Didn't get it. Terrible. Um, Caldwell Banker uh, is is making some news for a good reason. And then, of course, there's some weird backlash. Uh, first, the story, Caldwell Banker, uh, in an effort to increase diversity, announced it will waive franchise fees and give some other financial support for would-be franchise owners who self-identify as minorities. Right. This new offering is dubbed the Coldwell Banker Diversity and Ownership Program. Again, open to uh, people who identify as racial or ethnic minorities. So women, military, veterans, uh, agents who identify as LGBT. Uh, and members of those group can apply for the program. And if accepted, they'd be able to start their own franchise for Caldwell Banker without having to pay the $25,000 franchise fee. Right. On top of that, program participants get up to $100,000 in funding support from Coldwell Banker. They get um, mentoring opportunities, two years of royalty-free rebates, and complimentary membership in various industry organizations, such as the National Association of Real Estate Brokers and the National Association of Gay and Lesbian Real Estate Professionals. This is a nice thing Caldwell Banker is doing, and there's been some backlash yeah. from the white guys. <laughs> God. Who yeah. are outraged by this. And I got to say, as a white guy, I don't understand why. Right. There's a reason these programs are put into place because there's not enough diversity. Right. I mean, you may say, well, you know, is their business hurting? Do they need to do this um, to just get more brokerages out there? But no. Um, actually, the CEO, Ryan Gorman, said that the goal of the program is to boost the number of franchise owners um, who become who come from traditionally underrepresented groups. Um, you know, we need to clear financial roadblocks for these uh, brokers. Um, he said that it actually came about because they had attended the annual conference for NAREB. Um, so that's the advocates on behalf of black real estate professionals. And so they had a booth there, right? And people, this is a quote, people were surprised that Coldwell Bo Coldwell Banker had a booth there. Ouch. Right. And so since um, Gorman heard that, he said, you know, I'm vowing to take action. That's good. Right. You know, if you're one of those people who is like, well, it's not the government's job to get involved. Well, whose job is it then? Right. Whose Bus job would it be to promote diversity? It wouldn't be white men. Again, I'm business owners. The, the backlash you've seen that Coldwell Banker is getting is coming 100 percent from white guys who are like, that's not fair. Yeah. So he's vowing to take serious action. And this was one of the things that he had in mind. So not only is he helping, um, you know, minorities have successful businesses but he's also revitalizing those communities and creating um amazing uh opportunities for the children that that see you know those minorities with great successful businesses mind you also military veterans yeah of any sort so if you served in the military and you're a white guy you white could guy. apply for this right you see the difference being opportunity mm-hmm 
That's what it boils down to. I love it. I think it's a great idea, and I think if you're if you seriously question this, I think you should look in the mirror and kind of get outside your own bubble. Mm-hmm. Maybe make some diverse friends and ask them what life is like for them, right. uh, as opposed to you. Now, um, but we'd love to hear your, what you think. So, uh, uh, listen, leave a comment. Please let us know. And if I'm wrong, come yeah. at me. Yeah, bro. Oh my gosh. Just kidding. Um, I I saw uh, another one of these great stories. Uh, this is one of my favorite things. Uh, as I'm as I'm tearing through all the real estate articles of the week, a ring camera, which are very popular these days captured a burglary at an open house. The agent was showing a home. Uh, this is in, in uh, some small town in Nevada. Uh, about 3 o'clock, uh, six suspects entered the home and then walked out. Later, four of the suspects returned. And this is where they get you. One of them comes over and starts asking you about mortgages and uh, maybe saying I'm pre-approved. And you're like, ah. I'm an investor. I'm looking yeah. at buy, buy, buy. I'm at an open house and someone's asking me about buying something. Yeah. And I'm losing my mind. Yeah. You know, it's not 1998. Um, You know that's true. Right. Uh, <laughs> so the agent then followed the suspects. He reported seeing a man with a bag uh, of designer items who, after seeing the agent, dropped some of the contents and ran off with about four to five thousand dollars worth of property, and a tube of ointment. Yeah, and a tube of ointment. <laughs> For whatever reason, the ointment's very popular right. these days. <laughs> now, open houses have been uh, home to numerous burglaries and, and attacks, as we've seen more recently. Uh, real estate safety experts recommend remove any cash or any valuables especially for agents uh, who have never been in the home mm-hmm. before uh, and, and and wouldn't even know where your stuff is. Right. Uh, you're putting that person at a, at a disadvantage. So if you have um, your fine jewels, my mom's a big jewelry person. Yeah. Yeah. Take but it out get, of the house. She gets them from QVC. My mom's like Mr. T. Diamondique. Oh, yeah. It's bling <laughs> all bling over bling. the place. Nice. Yes. She's a Jersey Italian, and she's blinged <laughs> out. She could be on Jersey Shore. I love it. No, yeah. but um, so in regards to this, like, obviously, Ring, um, that's great that you have this technology. Um, here in Connecticut, you know, you need to disclose if you're being um, filmed that's right. We are a two-party uh, two-party consent, consent state. state. Yeah. So that's just something to think of. So if your seller has a ring, you have to um, let that be known at open houses and for all listings. Um, but also, have you seen that movie Open House on Netflix? I think it's like a straight to Netflix kind of movie. No. No. Okay. It's like so creepy. But um, I don't want to ruin it. That I'm probably going to ruin it for other people. Watch it and learn from it. Don't make the mistakes that that listing agent made. Interesting. Yeah. How long is the movie? Oh, it's like a movie. It's like two hours. Oh, really? Is yeah, it, it's a horror movie. Is it all based on just an open house? Uh, it doesn't take place all in one open house, but there's, yeah. Yeah. That would be funny if the I whole know. movie was whole just one just open, open house. house and you're yeah. miserably sitting there for the first 45 on your phone <laughs> texting. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Then you see a car pull up and you're like, ooh. Ooh, yeah. Right? And you're yeah. going to go get the treats ready in the sign-up sheet. And then next thing you know, that's unfortunately, a riveting... it's yeah. Mike Myers. It's Mike Myers. Yeah. Bad news. Not yeah. what you wanted. Yeah. Uh, speaking of famous houses, uh, the original full house home has been put on the market. It was originally listed at $5.999 million. It's now dropped to $5.4999 million. Uh, 
Yeah, but you, you know you know the house I'm talking about from I Full did. House. Have you ever seen it? You ever been out to San Fran and seen it? I've, I've done it. Been to San Francisco, but we did not do that. My my buddy Brian, who lives out there, took me out for the day, and for some reason was convinced that I wanted to see the Tanner's family home. Hilarious. Uh, I didn't, but you I've seen it can't go in. Now. If I can go in, I would want to see it. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty amazing house built in 1883. Uh, it, it exemplifies the type of Victoria Italianate home that's now synonymous with San Francisco architecture, three stories, bay windows, and a flat front of light walls. Uh, the listing agent... Uh, represented the property's name is Rachel Swan from the agency. Doesn't oh. that sound so like fancy? Yeah, that I'm also, Rachel Swan of the agency. It sounds so like Biodome, like just in the future. <laughs> it's like, like we are the agency. So the house is currently owned by the guy who created Full House, Jeff Franklin. Oh, You've here. seen that name eight million times in your life. Yeah, he bought it for four million. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, he had planned to turn it into uh, uh, like a museum. Went as so far as to paint the front door back to the red it was during the filming of the show. I would be into that. Yeah. I would have gone to see that. Well, whoever buys it, if you're smart, now that I think that show's off the air. Yeah. Um, you know what, though? They got to do it right because I, I remember when we were little, when I was a little kid, and we went to Boston and we went to go see the Cheers bar. And I walked in, and I'm like, this is not the Cheers bar. Yes. That was such a letdown. So they have to make sure that it's like exactly like the set, which might be hard. Well, I mean, we did a, a last year there with uh, uh, all the Ikea. They sell the rooms. Oh, that's right. I'm sure you could probably get you the full totally house room. Yeah. I would think. Make sure you visit our website, clovercrestmedia.com backslash Closing Time Podcast. You can also visit closingtimepodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on all the different platforms. Uh, so make sure you also check us out on Facebook. You could find us on Twitter and you could find us on Instagram. Great. Uh, spring market's off to a great start. Yep. Uh, we, we've got so much going on. It's been so much fun so far. Hope you do, too. Yeah. Uh, again, love to hear from you. If you'd like to comment, uh, you could do so on our Facebook page or right there on the website. Uh, that's going to do it for episode number 31. For Abby Bro, I'm Joe McGuire. Thanks so much for listening to the Closing Time Podcast. <laughs>
in time Time for you to go out to the places you will be from Closing time This room won't be open till your brothers and your sisters come So gather up your jackets Move it to the exits I hope you have found a friend Closing time Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings And yeah I know who I want to take me home I know who I want to take me home Take me home, take me Some other beginning